Bang, bang. Welcome to the potty is brought to you by Bet With Joel, the best in sports betting advice. Bet With Joel uh, has an app now available. So you can keep track of all your bets, all the units that you're spending, um, how, how much how much each unit is worth and you can adjust all of that stuff as well. Does that not make sense? Well, here is what Bet With Joel is. Bet With Joel is the best in sports betting, betting advice. He was, Joel was a professional sports better for the best part of a decade. Uh, he got blacklisted from all bookmakers because he was winning too much money. Now he's bringing his expertise to you. You sign up to bet with Joel and he sends the bets straight to your phone. What bet to take, which bookmaker to take it at because it's got the best odds, um, how much of your bankroll to stake on each bet and why he thinks he's got the edge on the bookmaker. Now you can't ask for much more than that. I know what you motherfuckers are doing out there, going to the pub, putting 50 on this, putting 20 on that, doing $1 multis with 45 legs. You're a loser. You want to be winning, bro. So sign up to Bet With Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash welcome to the potty. Welcome to the P-O-D-D-Y. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription. And you can really get a taste of how much money this man can make for you. Bet With Joel. Welcome to the potties, also sponsored by Phoenix Fitness. That's F-N-X Fitness. Uh, you can you can you can go to them uh, at the link in the episode description or the link in the Welcome to the Potty Instagram bio and get all your proteins, your creatines, your fish oils, your your uh, you know man man vitamins, lady vitamins, whatever. Whatever it is that you need to get strong, get fit, get healthy, Phoenix Fitness. Enter promo code WTTP for 15% off all purchases. You can also support the Welcome to the Potty podcast directly at welcometothepotty.com slash store. Every, anything you buy um, through the Welcome to the Potty website, 5% of all sales goes directly to a charity. Uh, we're in October right now, and I think we are we're putting the 5% towards Second Chances SA um, to support children uh, with incarcerated parents. Uh, and in November, of course, it's Movember, and we will be we will be supporting the Movember Foundation for men's health, men's mental well-being, and all that good shit. So. Please um, buy your Welcome to the Potty Unsourced t-shirt. Butter soft, dude. You can spread it on toast if you want, but I wouldn't recommend it. Um, honestly, it's so soft, it'll slip right off, bro. I would maybe, maybe you should buy one for your girlfriend, dude, if you want to, you know, make it a little bit easier to get her nude at night. Um, things like that, dude. And that, with consent only, of course. Um, welcome to the potty.com slash store. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party, bung bung! It's your man Claytron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems. Aka the milkman, because I always deliver. AKA the PhD of podcasts and the Magnum PI of podcasts and the captain, the motherfucking 
LeBron James of podcasting because I'm the MVP of this shit, the most valuable podcaster. Um, and you know, you know what it is, dude. It's fucking, um, honestly, it's Saturday. Well, Sunday for you guys, if you listen to it as soon as it comes out. But really, when I record this, it's Saturdays. And I say that every week for some reason. I'm still, still not really sure why I give you that kind of information. But it's a fully transparent podcast. We bring you the fucking, you know, we bring you what it is, how it is. You feel me? And it is what it is. And it ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty podcast, bro. Um, dude, so last weekend, I was telling you that, you know, I was on my way to a wedding, basically, while I was recording this shit. Well, I wasn't on my way, but I was about to be on my way. So uh, let's get this mic up to my mouth, man. Um, So yeah, we did the wedding and that was good, dude. That was a beautiful, it was a perfect day for it. Um, Sun was out, you know, when the, and when the sun's out, you know, it's almost like, it's almost like a full moon, but for party, for partying. You feel me? So when the sun's out, dude, like shit can really get, shit can get some type of wild. Did it? I wouldn't say wild. I'd say fun was had like a typical wedding. The, um, the ceremony was beautiful and it was, uh, you know, sometimes I've been to like, I've been to a couple church weddings in my time and they drag on, you know, they go on druggage, bro. Drag on. You feel me? So we we would do an outside wedding with a celebrant, not a priest. And she was good. She was good and she got them married. She she got the job done, dude. Shout out to Kobe, job done. Um so so congratulations to Ben and Ree, Mr. and Mrs. McPherson, if she uh if she keeps the name. And I've got a friend, dude, friend of the show. Friend of the show. Um Joss. Joss, the accountant, who uh, we did the episode of, about the tism, really, and he, uh, his, his wife told him she, she fleeced him, really. Told him she was gonna take his name and didn't. Oh. <laughs> what? What's that? Uh, deception in its purest form, I would say. Deception, dude. And if you've seen Transformers. She would be a Decepticon, no questions asked, bro. Like if you said, what kind of Transformer would you be? She would say, I'm a Decepticon. And you know, if, you know, I would, I would probably say that if she was in the times of, you know, ancient Greece, she would have got written about. You feel me? Like some poet or um, philosopher would have wrote about this woman and her, you know, her her deception, dude, because that is so wild to me. <laughs> oh, oh my, oh my goodness. And I've had a couple of girlfriends. I've had a couple of previous girlfriends that told me they wouldn't take my name if we got married. And I was saying under my breath, like, hey, the word marriage coming out of your face is high hopes, you bitch. You feel me? You know, sometimes you got girlfriends that is not even not even like marriage material, but you're just, you know, you're just coasting. And you know, you know, you know it's not really long-term, but you're doing it anyway. Sometimes it's easier. Sometimes, you know, sometimes if you want ongoing poissy, it's, uh, it's pretty difficult. It's pretty difficult to just keep going and getting it. 
you know, week after week. So sometimes it's good to just have that steady, that steady one, even though you know. Like they, you know, some people think, oh, what are you in a relationship for if it has no future? Isn't that a waste of time? Nah, dude. Sometimes you got to get that strategic process. So, so I've been in a couple of those situations, dude, which, um, you know, honestly, you know, they played their roles. Now, am I saying I haven't been in situations where I've had my heart ripped out of my chest and stepped on? No. That shit has happened to me more often than not, I would say. And we've been through this. I think there's actually an episode called um, uh, Hall of Fame of Heartbreak or something where I went through each and every <laughs> occasion that I had my heart broken, dude. And that, that is pathetic, to be honest. But I'm out here, you know, I'm laying it all on the table, dude. Cards on the table, heart on the line. You feel me? That's what I do. That's what I do best. Oh, my God. Oh, my God, dude. Do you like coffee? Because I've got something even better than coffee for you. It's called Bung Bung Bean, dude. And the Bung Bung Coffee website, it's under construction, dude. So keep an eye out for that shit. Um, what was I talking about? Oh, Ben's wedding. Yeah, so that was fun. Um... Good to get around, get around some friends, get around Ben. Obviously, Ben and Ree, they had, you know, family and friends and so many people. You don't, you don't get a lot of time with them. You don't get a lot of one-on-one time with the bride and groom at any wedding. So, like, obviously not, not calling out Ben and Ree. This is, this is a uh, phenomenon at weddings. So, um, you know, so we got there early, actually. So we spent a, spent a handful of time with Ben at, like, at the top. And then I managed to manage to say goodbye to him and re at the end. So that's at least I got to say goodbye to him. Sometimes you don't. Sometimes, dude, I'm in a weddings where I've left that shit and not even spoken to him, bro. Whether that's right or wrong, you feel me? But I got to speak to him, so that was dope. Oh, food was off the chain, dude. Bro, me and Rach had a date night on Thursday night at a fucking expensive restaurant. I'm not gonna shout him out because I mean I'm not gonna because I'm not gonna do him any favors here, to be honest. Now, was the food terrible? No. Was it bad? No. Was it overpriced for the quality? Yeah. Yeah, dude. Like this, what we ate, I could quite honestly cook at home. Like, and you know me, like it's Chef Boyar Clay. So I'm out, you know, I'm out here really cooking. So it's a step above like probably what most of you guys could cook at home. If I'm being honest, hey, I'm not being conceited. I'm as good as I say I am. You feel me? I'm just keeping it real.com, right? So I could have cooked this shit up. I could have cooked it up. Um, and, you know, a couple of those meals, honestly, I think I have cooked up. Uh, that's neither here nor there. But the appetizers were good. Kingfish sashimi, that was nice. There's gnocchi, that was nice. I fucked with that. The bread, like, I had some issues with the bread. Um they usually they give you two equal sizes of bread, two equal pieces, two equal sized pieces of bread. Um, and honestly, they gave us one really nice slice and then the end bit. And the end bit's bullshit, dude. And if you're giving someone the end bit, you give them an extra slice of bread with it. Because that was unacceptable. And, you know, I'm a gentleman. I let Rach have the nice bit and I had the fucking end bit. And honestly, their olive oil tasted like uh, the urine of Christ, it was absolutely unstoppable. And no matter how much money I spend on olive oil, it never tastes restaurant quality. I have spent 
unheard of amounts on extra virgin olive oil, extra, extra virgin, dude. I don't even know where the extra, the, the extra, extra comes from. The extra on top of the extra. You feel me? So I don't, I don't know where that comes from and I pay for it sometimes and it never tastes restaurant quality. And that's real talk, dude. I go organic. Sometimes I go organic to try and mix it up. Dude, and if I put oil on bread at home, it's never restaurant quality. And I just don't know, I don't know what it is. So their oil, their oil was on point. So that's, you know, one, that's one point to them. Well, three points, because they also got the, uh, the two entrees on point. Then they brought out this um, flathead ratatouille, dude. And if you've, if you've kept up with the episodes of Clay in the Kitchen, you know that I've made ratatouille for that big old booty, bro. And, and it was, my ratatouille was honestly better than this one. And all, all I had to do was cook up a couple um, fillets of flathead and put them on top of that to make it the exact same as this restaurant. So, um, yeah, no points. You, you're awarded no points for that. And then the, the, the next one was, um, oh, yeah, prawn tortellini. Prawn tortellini and uh, straight up cheeks, bro. That was straight up booty cheeks. Not impressed. We weren't impressed with that one. Um, so, yeah, but uh, let me tell you this. They had, I, I, I think I had a hibuki uh, Japanese whiskey and that, now that shit, Woo! That shit really made um that shit really made that shit worth it. That was a nice whiskey. And that was my only I mean, I drank. See, Rachel had an event that day. So she was in the city and she was supposed to come home. She called me. She's like, let's just do a date night. And I was like, you're on. So I had to get dressed, get in the car and go. I had a road beer, I had a Heineken in the car. You guys know about, you know, Heineken. It's German and you so you expect it to be good and it's not that good. And you, when you're a poor kid. And you've been drinking Tui's Extra Dry or whatever. Um, Heineken sounds, you know, luxe. But honestly, Heineken, Heineken's cheeks, bro, to be honest with you. So I had one Heineken and then I had one whiskey. And that was all I drank that night. Um, and all I had had up until dinner was a soup for lunch. So honestly, I think I did well for my calories that day. I think I did well. I'm trying to lose a bit of this, um, this spare tire I got. Sitting around my, my waist here, but what else, dude? Um, oh, yeah, the food at the wedding was fucking fantastic. Uh, much better than this restaurant is what I was what I was saying. Um, there was like a like a roast lamb, slow roasted lamb, I would say, and like a chicken as well, and um, salads. There was a coleslaw, and then there was like a chickpea salad that was delicious. Trying to think of what else I ate there, dude. There was something else. Oh, salmon. Oh, that salmon was fucking yum. Scrummy, scrum, scrum, bro. Shit was scrummy. But yeah, dude, that was a good wedding. That was a good fucking wedding. Such a beautiful day, dude. I had to buy a new suit because um, I think I might have told you about this last week, but I had to buy a new suit because I'm too fat for my, my suits that were tailored for me when I was an athlete. But I'm keeping them to, uh, you know, hopefully inspire me to lose some weight and get back into them suits and, you know, look dapper again. Instead of, instead of just looking like an oversized fucking, you know, popsicle or whatever. I had a pink, I had a pink jacket on at the wedding. And honestly, the seam, the seam came loose as well in the sleeve. So um, maybe a refund's in order. I don't know. I don't know. I was pretty pissed about that, but 
Yeah, fat boy. Um, what else, dude? My PlayStation Network ID got hacked. It got hacked, dude. So, um, yeah, I couldn't log in. I couldn't log into anything, not even Netflix. Uh, but let me tell you this. I still, I still have a laptop, so I still got to do a couple of Netflix things this week. Two movies, I believe. So we'll, um, we'll definitely get into that when we get to close review. Oh, man, that's amateur shit. I just hit the boom with my finger and you probably heard it. Oh. Um, oh, I did a set. I did a set this week at Giggles. Shout out to Zach Watson for uh, putting me on. So that was cool. Uh, I did brand new sh- Oh, no, I didn't. I did the same shit that I did on Friday night, last Friday. Then I just changed some shit up. I think it went a little bit better. And I wrote a ton of shit this week, dude. And I don't always write a ton of shit. But um, got a ton of writing done, man. So, so I've got I've got some new shit ready to ready to sort of start working on, and um, yeah. So I'm excited, dude. I'm excited to do comedy. Think I'm gonna go to the open mic on Monday for once. I haven't gone to an open mic since fucking COVID. So I'll get in there and do jokes, bro. Start building, building, bro. Bro, who thought coffee could actually taste that good? It's just black water, basically, and it, bro. The black of the berry, the sweet of the juice, they say. The black of the, the black of the bean, the, the, the um, the black of the bean, the uh, the uh, the. so that's yeah that's the really the the speed my brain's working at today is that i could have said like queen peen dean scene um you know fucking fiend green um you know you know mean i could have said mean joe green uh i could have said teen you know like not another teen movie um and I said nothing. Instead of any of those things, I said nothing. Dean, as in James Dean or Dean Brogan, I could have said any of that. Billie Jean, she's not my lover. She's just the, the girl who said that I ain't the one or something like that. Um, yeah. So I could have said any of that and said none of it, really, to be honest with you. So, so I've got, uh, yeah, I don't know, a brain aneurysm or something. Let's go to the news. All right, um, your man Ice Cube. All right, is working with with Trump. Apparently, for the good of black people. Now, now this has been a bit controversial in you know black Twitter and black Instagram because there someone pulled up a tweet of of um, Ice Cubes and reposted it, and it said, uh, "I would never." Now this is all it's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast, but he said something about like I will never work with Trump or something ever. Um, or vote for Trump. I, I think it was work with Trump though. I'll never work with Trump ever. And so everyone's like, oh, this fucking guy, he's been telling black people not to vote, and now he's working for this guy. That's vote that's voter suppression and all this good shit, right? All this fucking fly shit. <laughs> 
And it's like this. It's like, so, because you don't like this guy, this orange fucking misogynistic, racist, fucking, you know, old school, greedy fucking scumbag, dude. You know, he's one of these, you know, he's a, he's a con man. You know, there's a million reasons not to like him and I get it. And you're telling me that because you don't like him, no one should work with him for the good of your people. You know, if that's our only option, if that's the guy, right? What, we just sit back and we wait another four years to, to do something? Or do we, we, we start fucking pushing our agenda and fucking doing something for our people and our rights? You know? It was George Floyd's birthday the other day. He was supposed to turn 47 years old. Instead, he's dead. And the cop that did it is facing no repercussions. Okay? Now, do you want that to keep happening or, or do you want someone to step up and try and fucking fix this shit? And that's what Cube's doing. So I think just because we're in outrage culture and we see something that may, maybe you've got to sit back and think for a minute before you start just fucking running your gap. You feel me? So, yeah, face value, it seems fucked up that he's gone and all of a sudden he's working with Trump. Maybe he seems like a sellout or an Uncle Tom or, you know, a billboard for voter suppression. I don't fucking know. That, hey, I had the thought. I didn't tweet it. I didn't start fucking hating Ice Cube all of a sudden because I sat down and I reflected on it. And now I'm like, what do I do if I'm in Ice Cube's shoes? Do I just do nothing? Or do I try and get to the fucking top? Fuck, did that sound come through the computer? That is infuriating, bro. I don't know how to turn notifications off on my computer i only know how to do it on my phone oh hate hate that and i think i was in the middle of like a good point that i was making but yeah i would go like you you can sit back and do nothing or you can if you have access to the top if you've worked your way to the top dude, dude just because he made a song called fuck the police doesn't doesn't mean that he he shouldn't ever work with authority, dude. He's gone to the top where, where the problem starts and he's trying to work down from there. Reverse engineer the issue, dude. And he's doing that, Hope you know, that, you know, this is me giving him the benefit of the doubt, but I'm not just going to see, you know, an announcement that he's working with Trump and then just think it's evil, dude. Like, come on, man. Ice Cube doesn't hate black people, dude. You know, his whole, his whole life has been about black people. And like, fuck the police was about, you know, police brutality, you know? It was about going, leaving your house and having to look over your shoulder everywhere you go, dude. Being afraid to be outside. You know? He gets it. He lived it. He, he hasn't forgotten, dude. Yes, he's rolling in cash, but he hasn't forgotten. He started his own basketball league, dude. Dude, like, you think he did that for white people, bro? He's get black people were getting paid off that. Black people, black people that retired from the NBA or couldn't play anymore or couldn't got cut, but are still fucking elite. Those guys are still getting paid, dude. And yeah, maybe those guys don't need it as much as some other black people. But dude, the guy's in entertainment. Give it a rest. <coughs> He's not doing homeless, homeless big three. You know, looking for the best fucking homeless bowlers he's not doing that like 
come on, let's be realistic. Um, but yeah, I think I think it's just like we got to give this man a fucking benefit of the doubt until you know innocent till proven guilty. And you know some 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 actions without proving your guilt sort of disprove your innocence. You know what I mean? Like speaking of Trump, cunts want to see his tax returns and he signs a bill so that he doesn't have to release them. Like, yeah, so, okay, so you're, you're a dog, you know? And we can never prove it, but you've just really said, mm, yeah, I did it, but, uh, and I don't want to show you guys. So that's basically, that's an admission of guilt without admitting the guilt, you feel me? Um, and I just, what is the deal with, so Trump hates black people, but not rappers, I guess. Like he's hanging out with Kanye West, which, you know, sometimes like people that ride the short bus, you know, sort of ride it together. And I, I guess they're both sort of short bus shorties, but Ice Cube's a smart one, you know? So I'm thinking that's pretty wild that, that this dude just really fucks with rappers heavy. Like he's just letting rappers come in and do politics. Um, which is, you know, how can you really be that surprised when, um, you know, you look at Trump's not a politician, dude. He's a, you know, reality television star, you know, the, uh, the office or whatever the fuck they called it. You're fired. The apprentice, the apprentice, dude, that's what Trump did. He did the apprentice. And then we're, we're sitting back like this, like, oh shit. What's he letting rappers in there for? And it's like, oh, because all he knows is celebrity. He doesn't even, he's just, what are we doing? We're just going to talk about fucking politics, dude. Let's go to sports. won the NBA finals, of course. Uh, I think they won it four games to two. So, was it two? I think they got two. Shout out to uh, Jim. Was it two? Anyway. Um, yeah, shout out to the fucking Lakers for winning. Um, but honestly, shout out to Jimmy Butler for really fucking... Showing cunts that that his mentality was never wrong, and he was he was playing with a bunch of pussies. He was playing with these fags on the Minnesota Timberwolves. <laughs> um, then he got traded to fucking Philly, and you know Ben Simmons, you know seems like a bit of a hoe, and um, then you go, you know he seems like a hoe, and his fuck style really does seem buck wild, but he doesn't really want to work for that for that action, and then. Jimmy's like, fuck this. He goes to the heat and he's playing with really, really like rookies, just rookies, dude. Bunch of rookies, bunch of undrafted rookies, bunch of this, bunch of that. And he was eating, bro. And they were eating and they, they embrace his fucking mentality. He's got that killer shit. He's got that mamba mentality, really. 
and um, yeah, he really showed he really showed what he was made of this year. And I know I know he's been getting he's been getting buckets, but this year was a different story. Um, he was he had he had these pieces around him that respected him, believed in him. He had Coach Spolstra, who I had a dream about last night, and uh, you know really told him how much I respect him as a coach. I respect him more now that he doesn't have fucking LeBron's bitch ass on the team, you know? I hate it. Dude, I just hated all that shit. To do like a, you know, press conference on TV and say I'm taking my talents to South Beach instead of just like, yeah, I think I'm going to go to Miami. You know, like just being an absolute fuck boy about, dude, I, I just cannot fuck with him, dude. I, can't, I cannot fuck with him, bro. Oh, man. Oh, he shits me, dude. And then his fucking, like, he has not shut up since about, like, these comparisons to Jordan and who's the goat. Uh, y'all, y'all can, y'all can talk. Y'all can, y'all can make the comparisons. Shut the, just shut the fuck up, bro. Just shut the fuck up. He's tweeted about it. He's doing an interview. Um, respect. Respect coach, respect Ant, respect Rondo, and I want my damn respect too. Go fuck yourself, dude. Honestly, go fuck yourself. Yes, 2000 and... Whatever year the year was with the... Was it? Dude, I don't even know. I don't even... I, I just don't really fuck with you, bro. I don't fuck with you, dude. Do you remember when they when they did the super team and they went down there and fucking did like this big announcement? They did, it wasn't even a game day or an all star weekend. They were just in the stadium, like dancing and coming out, getting getting called out. And they only did those three guys: Wade, Bosch, and LeBron. Like, if I was on that team, bro, I would have been like, "Fuck this fucking shit, dude. These dudes are fucking whack." Ah, oh, man, I don't know, bro. I'm not going to get over it. Not, I'm not going to get over the way this dude moves. Yes, he is an unreal basketball player. Yes. I'm not taken away from his greatness. I'm, I'm you know, honored to watch greatness, okay? I'm honored. But also... Go fuck yourself. You're an actor. Dude, when he won the Eastern Conference Finals this year, Western, sorry, Western Conference Finals, and sits on the floor and, and like, sulks like he's not happy, you know, pretending that, you know, pretending that that's nothing or whatever. Like, go fuck yourself, dude. That's acting. And then walking around, job not done. Job is not done. You're not Kobe, bruh. It's all an act, dude. This dude's... Phony. I cannot fuck with him. I cannot fuck with him, bro. And I do this every week. I do this every week. We start talking about this fucking guy. And I, can, I, I say the same fucking shit every week. He just lights me up. Um, oh, God. God, he fucking gets me, dude. But so NBA is over, which is sad. Uh, tonight it's a uh, preliminary final between I believe Geelong and Brisbane. Is that right? Um, 
Uh, Richmond beat Port Adelaide in a thriller last night, so that sucks because Richmond's in the fucking grand final, which you know I wasn't wasn't keen on seeing. Um, but yeah, dude. Ugh. Um. So yeah, that's about to be over. We got one more week of footy. Brownlow tomorrow night, and then you know it could be Geelong or Brisbane versus versus Richmond next weekend. Then AFL is over, and then we've really only got NFL, who's not getting it done the same way that NBA did, and everyone's getting coronavirus and shit. Who knows if they make it? Who knows if they actually make it through the whole season of NFL? So sports is fucked. Sports is gone, dude. What am I supposed to do after that? I hope they bring ESPN 8 back and we can watch cornhole championships, bowling darts. <gasps> darts, dude. I love darts. I love, I love smoking them and I love throwing them. You feel me? So yeah, that's what we're really hoping for. Sports is, sports is kind of um, a thing of the past, bro. That hurts. That hurts me to say out loud. That hurts me to say out loud, dude. But um, I think the NBA is supposed to restart mid-January, which sucks, dude. Remember Christmas games? Damn. Damn, dude. They have Christmas jerseys and like Christmas shoe releases and all this. That kind of puts, you know, puts a spanner in the works, dude. But um Oh man, there's free agency. Oh shit, maybe I'll um. Oh god, amateur. I'm a fucking amateur sometimes. I just hit the mic with my chest, and I haven't even been doing push-ups, bro. I haven't even been shopping. Um, NBA free agency, and we'll just have a look here and see um really what's. Oh god, I'm such an amateur. What's expected um, this free agency? So I know Fred Van Vliet's available and I know Anthony Davis is too. Uh, they're saying that Anthony Davis is going to opt out of his current contract and get paid more by the Lakers next year and all this gay shit. Um, all right, now, what have we got here? Fred Van Vliet, like I just said. Now, um I'm wondering I'm wondering if the Raptors like how much the Raptors pay him and if he goes somewhere else how much they would have to pay him to to price out the Raptors. At the end of the day it's a business and it's pro, it's, it's like it's more about money especially for these young guys. Especially for these young guys cuz um they don't need a ring chase. And also Van Vliet's already got a ring. So what, like, if you could get a payday, get a payday. If the Raptors don't max you out, um, and, you know, you've got Siakam on your team, you've got Lowry on your team, and then you can go to some, you know, maybe you can go to Charlotte <laughs> um, for some bullshit bread. But, like, you got to go to a contender, though. You know, like, fuck. You're already set, like, money-wise. Do you really want to go to Charlotte? Oh my God. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Hold on. Let's get this bean now. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. So yeah. Van Vliet. 
Okay, let me say this. He's 26 years old. Uh, he's really, he's probably around his ceiling. I don't see Van Vliet getting much better. At 26, yeah. 26 is about where I was peaking maybe. Um, so what he is now is what you're going to get. He is, he's a fucking baller though. Who could get him like, you know, New York Knicks. Um, but I think the Knicks, you know, knowing their reputation, they're really just going for the worst roster they can get for some reason. They're just trying to really trying to make some sort of record for the worst roster of all time. Um, where else? Uh, Bulls won't take him because we got Kobe White. They're going to just try and develop him probably. Knicks, is, Knicks could work. Knicks could work. Bogdan Bogdanovich. So he's at... He's at um, uh, Sacramento. Um, not wouldn't make sense to let him go. Um, but who who else have they got that they could be paying? You know, De'Aaron Fox, Buddy Hield, I think is still there. Uh if I was Sacramento, I would probably do my best to keep him. He's a, you know, wet ball shooter. And that is, I would say, what you're missing from Milwaukee. Now, Milwaukee needs more shooting. Um, Do Indiana need more shooting? Who was missing shooting? Obviously, like, the Bucks needed more firepower this year. Uh, I think it was a mistake letting go of Brogdon, actually. Um, bringing in what's his name, George Hill. Uh, so I think I think the Bucks. If the Bucks could get bogged down, that could be huge. Joe Harris from Brooklyn Nets is another shooter that the Bucks the Bucks could maybe go for. Um, Danilo Gallinari um, is free. He's from I think he's at OKC at the moment. Sorry, I'm so far away from the mic. Um, yeah, hold on. Let's let's go find some some bigger names here. Montrez, Montrezel Harrell, um, just got sixth man of the year. Uh, I would I would probably say Montrez will be back at the Clips. What else have we got? Oh, Goran, Goran. Um, I think he'll stay at the Heat. Rondo. I think he'll move on. I think he'll move on. Um, he fucking killed in the playoffs. He might actually get paid more again this year. Um, I'm just, yeah, I'm wondering if he stays. I think he'll move. I think he'll move, go go to the money maybe. I don't know. Jeremy Grant. Um, Jeremy Grant is, uh, I think he might re-sign with the Nuggets. He, he might be part of a sign and trade maybe. Uh, Contavious Coldwell Pope, I don't care about Millsap. They got to get rid of Millsap, I think. Hold on, let's see what this says about Millsap. Um, short-term deals with a contender, yeah. So he's probably going to leave the Nuggets, which is makes sense. Tristan Thompson, he's not going to get paid. See, he's not going to get paid. Um, he might need to go to a contender. And sort of prove himself again. 
Um, hold on. Let's do we have Marcus Morris? I think they'll keep him. They gave up a first round pick for him at the Clippers. Um, Barker, Marcus Gasol, Dwight Howard, Anthony Davis, Brandon Ingram, Gordon Hayward, DeMar DeRozan. Here we go. These are some names. Andre Drummond, Otto Porter Jr. Um, Evan Fournier, Tim Hardaway Jr. Um, anyone else big? Not fucking really. Oh, okay, here we go. Carmelo Anthony, Hassan Whiteside, DeMarcus Cousins, and Isaiah Thomas. Oh, shit. And then the young ones here, Derek Jones Jr., Harry Giles, Jordan Clarkson, Jeff Teague, DJ Augustine, Alec Burks, Langston Galloway, Austin Rivers, Brad Wanamaker. Fuck. Tory Craig. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know. There's a lot of... Uh, there's. I thought... I didn't realize there were so many, but there's not as many big names as I thought. Um, really, the biggest one in there is you're looking at um, Anthony Davis, who's just going to end up back at the Lakers. Um, yeah, so... Anyway, that's sports. Should we do... Um, should we do some uh, Clay's reviews? Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes. This segment is Clay's Reviews. Um, okay, so I watched this movie called The Devil All The Time, starring Tom Holland from um, Spider-Man. You know Spider-Man? Tom Holland from The Avengers and shit. And he, he really... He really impressed me in this. He was a little bad cunt and he swore and even though he looks he looks like a little he looks like a boy still. He acted like a man and I mean I think he was only sixteen in the movie, like like his movie age was sixteen. Um but his character he oh man, he did the he had the southern accent. He was really good. There was um what's his name? What's his fucking name, dude? Um, the dude from fucking Vampires and Werewolves. The um, Fortnite. No, what's it called? Fortnite. Um, oh, shit. Eternal Mo- Twilight. Twilight. Um, Robert Pattinson. Fuck me. My brain, dude. Um... Yeah, so he's in it, and he's a real sicko, dude. He's on some real sicko shit, but he is a phenomenal actor, and I cannot fucking wait to see him in The Batman. I'm telling you. People complain about this. He's going to be fucking great as The Batman, and he's got he's got that weird little mouth um, similar to uh, uh, Christian Bale. He's going to look good in the bat suit, dude. And I, yeah, I think it's going to be good. Um, so Tom Holland really is, it's really religious. This film's really religious, right? It's about, uh, you know, um, I don't want to give too much away, but it's really religious. And, um, all these people that think God are on their side and all this horrible shit happens to them. And Tom Holland grows up and all this shit's happened to him. And he's like, fuck God, you know, I don't believe in God. But then like the whole movie, all this shit that keeps happening, it just really seems like 
he's the only one in the film that has God on his side. And I, you know, that maybe that gives away too much. I don't know. Spoil, um, you know, preemptive, I mean, post, you know, post review spoiler alert, but, uh, fuck yeah, dude. I really enjoyed it. It was heavy. Um, very well done. And yeah, it was great to see spot. I've never seen this dude, Tom Holland, Spider-Man in, in anything else. So, it was, yeah, it was great to see, and it was great to see him really succeed in it too. So, um, I think, I think probably a seven. I think probably a seven out of 10 for that one. Um, and, but like a, a highly recommended seven, like watch it, watch it, uh, watch it. Um, and yesterday I watched a movie recommended to me. Um, you know, you guys always fucking send in and I add them to the list. I add them to the list. I'm like, yep, no worries. And I put it on the list and the list is long guys. So it takes a while to get through. But on the recommendation list was a film called Train to Busan. It's a Korean zombie film. And honestly, it was better than I expected. I'd heard good things. I'd heard good things, but, you know, zombie films, to me, I feel like it's been done. And I, I thought, I was halfway through the film and I thought, oh, they haven't, they haven't laid out the rules of the zombies. So, you know, in, in um, a lot of things, they'll say, you know, oh, you got, you got to, like, uh, it's their brain. You got to fuck their brain up and then they'll stop, you know. That's the only thing that'll kill them is headshots or whatever. There's not a single gun in this movie. Um, and they do explain the rules, but it's kind of late. But it's because you just you're discovering the rules as the as the characters do, which is which is good. I think it's a good thing. It's it's good to know what they know. Um I liked that. I liked the score. Um it was a bit inconsistent. Um so yeah, I wouldn't, you know, I wouldn't fucking say it was the best score, but I did like there was some anxiety pr producing uh, music and shit like that. And um, there was just one, there was one thing about um, that. There was like a homeless man on the train and they just didn't really explain. Uh, they didn't really explain his deal. They didn't really explain his deal at all. So yeah, that, that was a bit frustrating. And uh, what else dude? Um, oh Yeah. There, there was this one like brolic fucking uh, Korean dude who really looked like looked like the Korean version of John Favreau, to be honest, dude. Um, we'll put a little little picture up here and see see um, see if you guys think it or maybe maybe I was tripping, but I didn't take any medicine that day, so I don't think I was tripping. But um, I did have a whiskey yesterday while I was writing jokes. So maybe that's it. Maybe one whiskey can make me trip on who the Korean John Favreau is, but he was dope. Um, the movie was about, it had a message about selfishness and selflessness. And honestly, it was the most emotional zombie film I've ever seen. I haven't, dude, I haven't felt this emotional since probably The Walking Dead. The Walking Dead, dude. So uh, 7.5, I think, for train to Busan, dude, and that's, um, honestly, that's, that's all the clays reviews I've got for this week, what kind of time are we out here, 
47. Shit, let's have a look at advice. Let's have a look at some advice here. Open up the... Um, oh, shit. Computer's lagging a bit. Um, do, do, do. Advice. We need to no move Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Well, this one seems heavy. Let's just see how... Um, Okay, it's not that long. And this one's coming in from Annabelle. Okay. I am young, 24 years old, but I feel hopeless and lost. Oh, sorry, the subject line is, why is it worth living? So this is pretty, um, pretty rough coming up here for Annabelle. I'm young, 24 years old, but I feel hopeless and lost. Nothing makes sense to me. I don't want to kill myself, but my life truly has no meaning. No, I don't want kids just for the sake of being fulfilled. That's not me. I feel guilty all the time. I have no self-worth. And to be honest, if I had to be alone on an island for the rest of my life, I think I'd take that chance. The only people who tolerate me are my parents and boyfriend, but I'm tired of feeling like a burden. I'm a burden. I hate people. I don't want to be around people. If I hadn't existed, then everything would have been all right. I don't know why I'm writing to you. I'm much better than before, but I don't know what to do with my life. I'm useless, unmotivated. Hey, guess what, Annabelle? Um, you're gonna, you're gonna be all right. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna hit you right now with some, um, some, some hard truth right now. You say if I hadn't existed, then everything would have been all right, and. Um, I think you need to stop feeling sorry for yourself. Understand that the life you've been given is an opportunity. And it's not an opportunity that you need to understand at 24 years old. I am 30 years old and I found comedy at 29 years old. Uh, well, I didn't. I found it when I was a child. I knew I loved it, but I, got, I started it at 29. Okay? Um... And that's what that's where I want to go. Okay, so you don't you don't have to have it all figured out. Twenty four. That's when I graduated college, and honestly, outside of basketball at that time, I didn't know what the fuck I would do. So you don't have to have it figured out. You don't have to have it figured out when you're 30, 35, 40. You can change careers whenever the fuck you want. This ain't the old days. As as far as having kids, you don't have to have kids. And you, you don't need to feel guilty for not wanting to have kids. And if your boyfriend does, then maybe you guys need to break up and maybe that is a source of your pain right now. Maybe you're with someone who wants kids, you don't want them. Okay, let him go. Let him go have kids with someone else. You, you, you guys want different things and that's not, that's not normally a negotiation. That's not usually a negotiable thing. So if that's, if that's how you feel, that's how you feel. You're allowed to feel that way. Ain't no problem feeling that way. Um, feeling like a burden. 24, I don't know if you live at home or not, but uh, you're not a burden. Um, you're not a burden. Your parents love you unconditionally. That's what parents do. And I guess you'll never feel, you'll never feel, you'll never feel what that feeling is if you don't have kids. But you're not a burden, believe me. I don't even know you, but that's not how parents think of you. Parents, even if you were like a drug addict dropkick, 
your parents would enable you because they love you so much, they wouldn't know how to give you tough love because of their unconditional love. Parents of serial killers still love their children. You understand that? It's not, it's a bond that cannot possibly be broken. You're not a burden to your parents. Um, self-worth, self-worth, do you have, do you have a job? Do you do anything meaningful? Do you volunteer? I would recommend volunteering for someone less off. Not, I wouldn't say go volunteer to be a fucking, you know, cheerleader or something. I would say volunteer at a soup kitchen, volunteer at the fire department, volunteer in something meaningful. Do something meaningful for your community if you feel like you don't have self-worth. Also, it could be chemical. Maybe see a psychologist slash psychiatrist. I'm not a fan of of uh, drugs, so I would say psychologist, see if you can talk this shit out. But I would honestly say do something meaningful. Do something meaningful because that's, I mean, the, by definition, that's how you create meaning. You feel me? Um, yeah. I think you just need to find your, your path, man. Uh, girl, Annabelle. You just don't know what you what it is you want to do, and that's fine. And I just get I don't maybe someone no one's told you that it's fine, or maybe they have, and you don't maybe you're Asian. <laughs> maybe you're Asian. Your parents are like, you if you are not a surgeon, you have failed me. Or something like that. Um, who knows? But it's okay. It's okay to not know at 24. It's okay to not know at 44, man. So just fucking live. Um, you know, you're saying, you're saying you, uh, you hate people and stuff. I don't think you do. I think you're in a, I think you're just in a tough spot. Um, if you've got money, I would travel, take some time and travel. And that might open your, open your eyes a bit. It might give you some ideas of, of what direction you want to head in. Maybe you can travel and volunteer. Maybe you can go to Africa, build schools, build houses for kids do inoculations. I don't know. Figure it out. Um, you know, some people have kids. Some people don't. Some people have dogs. Some people don't. You know? Don't worry about the kid thing. That's what... That's... Maybe it's a family expectation. Maybe you got... It is what it is, man. It ain't what it ain't here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. Just... Just be you, Annabelle. Be you, man. Don't worry about these motherfuckers out here. These expectations. You know, Instagram's fake. If you're looking at Instagram thinking, oh, everyone's doing it. Everyone's doing it and I'm not. No one's doing it. Instagram's fake, dude. Instagram's bullshit, bro. You think these these influencers are fucking really doing it, dude? Bro, they're broke. They get a couple free nights in a hotel and pretend it's their whole fucking life, bro. Sometimes they're not even staying at these places that they're doing photo shoots at. Bro, in LA, there is a set, a set of a private um, jet that you can go and um, hire for an hour and take pictures as if you're on a private jet. 
And you know what? People would be going there and doing fucking costume changes, changing seats so it looks like. Right? People are sick. People are sick. You're 24. You know what I had when I was 24? 50 bucks. And now I'm out here fucking eating, dude. Go ahead. You can do what you want, man. Do what you want. I had 50 bucks when I was 24. 50. Um, yeah. And if you don't have money to travel, just get a job. Even if it's not your dream job, nothing has to be your dream job at that age, man. Maybe there's no such thing as a dream job anymore. People change careers like every few years now. It used to be, it used to be one and done back in the day. And now, now cats are like, yeah, I do finance. Yeah, I do now do marketing. Oh, now I'm an artist. You know, now I'm an author. Yeah. Yeah. Oh shit. Now, you know, now I'm a butcher. It's like, shit, I thought you were vegan. It's like, nah, now I'm doing carnivorous diet. It's like, oh shit, people change. People change, man. And that's the thing. That's the thing. Like, you want to cancel somebody for a tweet they did a decade ago? People change. It's like you try to cancel somebody and you, you know, what were you doing 10 years ago? You know? doing gang bangs and, you know, doing coke off a titty and you're not even a lesbian. I was like, what? You're doing coke off of titties and not a lesbian? And you want to cancel someone for saying fag. Like, what? And that, like 10 years ago, the climate wasn't the same and you could say it. You could say it. And then you want to go back Today, when everything's changed, so you're telling, so the whole world changes, and you think that this individual didn't change. So guess what? You can change, Annabelle. This is just a time. Everyone goes through hard times mentally, and you're that you're having one, and it sucks, fucking sucks, but you're gonna get through it. You're gonna get through it. I believe it. I believe it, and I'm not, you know, I'm not worried about you. You know, you said you don't want to kill yourself and I, you know, I'm just going to take you at your word. I'm not, I'm not hitting you with an email. I just talked so much. I just talked so much about you, dude. So, you know, that's advice. Shout out to, uh, to Annabelle. Go do that thing. Go do it. Um, this is good. This is good. Let's see how long this is. This is coming in from... Another female, two females. That's dope, dude. And this is coming from a female named Susie. Um, subject line, my boyfriend won't have sex with me unless I look pretty. Well, let's see what you got to say here before I say something disrespectful. We are still young. We normally have sex once a month or even once in three months. Is it normal? <laughs> and you're young? No, dude. When I was young, I was having sex probably twice a day, okay? When, you know, when my slab was really putting in that work, twice a day or else, um, you know, I'm going to have some, you know, going to have an affair or something, you feel me? So um, if you're young and you're doing it once a month or even once in three months, let me tell you this, girl, uh, what's your name? Susie? That's just you having sex once in three months. Someone else is getting that action. I'm just, I'm just being honest with you. Let's go. 
I don't think I look ugly. I look decent. Always shower, smell nice, wearing clean clothes, but I just don't like to wear makeup. He loves it though. Okay. Um, maybe he's, yeah, maybe he's not who you need to be with. Uh, you shouldn't feel like you have to wear makeup for your man. Um, you know, Rachel, Rachel, uh, you know, she might not be happy with me saying this, but she, she's, she's got some skin issues a little bit. Um, she gets a little bit pimply sometimes. Sometimes she gets like red, like real red face. And she's like, Oh, I just want to look hot for you. I just want to put more makeup on. I'm like, don't, you don't need to wear makeup. You don't need to wear makeup. You know, I think, you know, cause even when she, her skin's like that, I still think she's beautiful. Right. I think she, yeah. So, so I tell her that. I would never say like, hey, you don't wear enough makeup, you know, because that's wild. That's a wild thing to say and it's kind of rude. Um, anyway, I saw him watching porn, hot nude girls, and it makes me feel bad about myself. Am I not enough? Do I really have to look cute and sexy all the time if I want to have sex with him? I think it's fair to expect that from a sexual partner. Um, yeah. I would say your date, you guys, you said that you guys are young. So I'd say he's immature. Uh, I would say he's not a man. He's probably still a boy. He's not in love with you. He's in love with this superficial idea of bitches that he sees on Instagram, that he sees in pornography, that he sees in, you know, the movies, big titties, small ways, big, big booties, you know, and I'm into that. I'm really into that. But my girl, that's not what my girl looks like. My girl's very thin, narrow even. She, uh, but she looks good. Oh, she looks good. Um, and it's not about, you know, it's not about that. Um, but yeah, I, you know, I don't think you should put pressure on yourself. Um, and I honestly, I don't think that this is the right guy. I think, like you said, you guys are young. Um, honestly, yeah. I don't think this is the right guy if he's making you feel this way. Um, I bet you are pretty. I bet you are. And you should you should think that about yourself, okay? Um, and porn is okay. It's okay for men to watch porn, especially young ones that need to, you know, jerk it. But if he's, you know, if he's beating his meat, but he's not fucking you, uh, get out of there. I think get out of there, girl. Um... Find someone who makes you, you need to find someone who makes you feel beautiful even when you don't. See, I feel like you're in a situation where someone's making you not feel beautiful even though you you think, you, you, you feel it. You feel beautiful and then you got someone making you feel the opposite, which is not fair and is not healthy. Get the fuck out of there. Fuck this dude. Fuck this dude. Get out of there. He's not allowing you to love yourself, man. And if you're, you know, if you're writing into the Welcome to the Potty podcast, you understand that at the end of every episode, I say, I love you guys and make sure that you love yourselves, dude. And you're not doing that. And it's, you know, you know, it's called self, um, self, uh, confidence. And, and, you know, they say, how can someone take, you know, your, your self-confidence when it's, confidence of your motherfucking self you feel me so but he's you know it sounds like you've got it you know you're saying i look decent 
I don't think I'm ugly. I always shower. I smell nice. Dude, you, you know, you're kind of making me get plump. You feel me? So, you know, I love a girl that is clean and smells nice, dude. I don't even, you know, I've never even seen you. I'm sort of thinking like, damn, I wonder what her voice sounds like. You know, I'm trying to, you know, my, my jeans are starting to tighten up up, up, the, up the front. And this dude's making you feel like you're not sexy, man. You don't, you don't need that. You don't need that. And like you said, you're young. You don't have the experience. You don't understand that. But you're going to look back on this and be like, shit, that dude, that dude's a, that dude was a bitch. He, he was a boy. He didn't know, he didn't know this. He didn't know a woman. And you were a woman. Girls, you know, they mature emotionally faster than boys. So you, you're understanding it and he's not. And you got to get out. I'm not, I'm not saying like go date someone older or something. That's, you know, that's probably not the smartest thing either, but someone that respects you and thinks you're pretty and like makes you feel good about yourself. Don't be with someone that makes you feel bad about yourself, man. That's not fair. That's, you know, emotional fucking terrorism, dude. Shit. Get out of there, Susie. I love you, man. Make sure that you love yourself. Man, and that those are kind of those are kind of bummers. So I think we got to go to um, we got to go to Would You Rather's. Uh, so I just open this email inbox, and um, oh shit, what was the Would You Rather sound? Let's go have a look here. Here it is. Hell no, to the no, no, no. Hell to the no. Hey, you fucks! Stop sending shit in about superpowers. Okay. Um, okay, check this out. Would you rather have a twin the same gender as you or the opposite? Um, that's, that's a good one. I think, I think I would probably choose the opposite. Um, because if you have that twin bond with a female, I think, and, and she's got one with a male, I think you guys can help each other out during those awkward teenage years when you're trying to get in with the the opposite sex, I think you can help each other out. And also, th- I think it stops the um, the likelihood of your parents trying to dress you the same. Your parents trying to dress you the same. That's something that twin they do to twins. And I think if you're different genders, maybe... Um, hold on, gender's not biological. Doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. If you let's just pretend that it's not PC culture, and I'm like, I'm just reading it how it says gender, sex, gender. I don't know what the fucking difference is anymore. I don't even think it is one. But I think, well, I think gender is strictly identity. That's why they changed it from transsexual to transgender, because gender is strictly a notion, right? It's identity, and sexual is actually your like your your slab and your pussy. So yeah, no, uh, um, yeah. If you've got same gender twins, they do all the same dressing. Nah, not down with that shit. I think that shit's some real sicko shit. Unless, like, you know, for the first couple, couple years, maybe before words, but then when it's words, you've got to start splitting them clothes up. Oh, oh, this is gross. Oh, and sorry, that was from um, Annalise, Annalise. And this one's coming in from Megan. Lots of females this week. Did I do something last week to get them on my side? Shit. Would you rather be covered in hot mayonnaise or cold mayonnaise? 
what are you sick? Um, how hot? <laughs> you know, how hot's the mayonnaise, Megan? I'll take the cold one. I'll take the cold one. I think mayonnaise straight out of the fridge. I don't really who heats up mayonnaise. That's kind of sick, and the smell would be pretty intense. I'll go cold. Thank you, Megan. Um, and this one is from Shayna, another female. Good lord, this is lit. Would you rather have an unlimited supply of beer or an unlimited supply of cake? Beer. Beer. Cake's cheaper and cake, you know, cake's big calories. And also, you know, if I, if I had unlimited cake, how long, like, is it fresh all the time? I don't know. Let me get that beer, dude. Unlimited supply of beer. Um, would you rather live in a world overrun by zombies vampires, werewolves, or Jar Jar Banks. And this is also from Shayna. Um, let me go zombies, dude. Just because I watched Train to Busan yesterday and I feel like I'm confident in myself to handle myself around zombies. And I watched The Walking Dead. And I'm writing, I'm actually writing a joke at the moment about, uh, about The Walking Dead. So we'll see how that works out as well. But uh, yeah, thank you, Shayna. Um... Peter, we got another Peter. Would you rather have sex? Would you rather have a sex friend or a best friend who understands you and cares about you? Yeah, best friend, dude. That's easy. Friend, you know, friends with benefits, dude. Gets complicated. Gets complicated. One, one of you. One of you will catch feelings, and it, and then that rent that ends it. Best friends don't really catch feelings. Sometimes they do, but they don't. Um, and my best friend is a man, so also Rachel. Um, this one is coming in from Tanya. God damn it. We've got a lot of ladies. Would you rather have feet for hands or over the process of two years, you slowly start to turn into a Sky TV remote? That's such a wild question, Tanya, and I think you're on that, that ooey, but... Let me have them feet for, them feats for hands. Um, and this one's coming in from Charlie. Would you rather marry and live with the love of your life for 10 great years and then die horribly and painfully? Jesus Christ. Or never love or be loved by anyone romantically? Um, Dude, let me tell you this. Let me go for that never be loved thing. Never, never be loved. Because you know what? Now, love's dope, but I, tragic and painful death, dude, that's not dope. And only 10 years? I've already been with Rachel for three, so that, you know, another seven, and I'm, that, that would chop me up, dude. Like, slice my eyelids off and make me watch myself go into a blender or something? That's lit. No thanks. Uh, this one is from Chris. Would you rather write at lightning speed or type at lightning speed? You're a loser, Chris. Oh, God. What a nerd, bro. What the fuck? What, what are you, a journalist? God damn. Um, probably type, dude, because it's 2020. What's wrong with you? Last one here. Um... 
Jacob, would you rather have a role in which classic Fran... Hold on, what? Would you rather have a role in which classic franchise and killed by its corresponding killer? Oh, shit. Okay, so it's not really would you rather, is it? It's just like a which, which, you know, which movie, which movie would I be in and I have to die from the killer? So, like, you know, Jason or, um, you know, Freddy Krueger. But, no, I would go... Um, no country for old men, and I'd take that fucking cattle prod to the face. Yeah. Yeah, dude. No country for old men. Anyway, sorry about today's episode. I, I didn't feel very funny today. Um, I guess I just didn't, you know, this week was really uneventful. And that's usually the funniest part of the whole thing is when I talk about wild shit that happened to me during the week. Nothing happened to me, really. I got a friend, Fiddy, coming on the show. Uh, not coming on the show, coming over today. We're going to drink beers and watch footy. Footy's not on till late, though, so we're probably going to be drunk, which I love. You know that about me. Um, you know, I feel like sometimes people think I've got a drinking problem, but, you know. I think alcohol. Jim Jeffries has a joke about al alcoholics. Um, you know, if you have 35... No, if you have, like, seven... Seven drinks a day. No. Might even be five. If you have five alcoholic drinks a day, you're considered an alcoholic. And he's like, oh, well, I, you know, I just, um, I just take all, all 35 and put them into one day or some shit like that. And that's what I do. But I don't even do it every weekend. But like, I feel like every time I catch up with my friends, it's to get lit. But, you know, it's what I like doing. I also like fucking shooting hoops so the summer's coming so hopefully i can go out and fucking shoot some hoops with lavelle or something like that that'd be nice if my fucking it's like i can only last so long dude because my knees get sore and then i'm like shit should we go have a drink <laughs> oh man anyway you know what it is welcome to the potty follow us on everything please remember to rate and review the show Five stars. I need 200 five-star reviews before I can get accepted as a reviewer on Rotten Tomatoes, which I would love to be. So tell a friend, if yeah, if you're at your parents' house or whatever, grab their phone, just fucking um, give us a five-star rating. Get as many of your friends to as possible just so I can, um, yeah, get this shit popping, dude. Anyway, um, follow, like, love, whatever. I love you guys. Make sure you love yourselves, especially you, Annabelle. And as always, bung bung. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to